Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. If you're struggling to understand the purpose in which you are trying to transition into tech, you will want to have this episode on repeat. I'm Jacqueline Corley, host of the Tech Girls Cast podcast. And if you're brand new here, I want to welcome you to tuning into this episode. And I believe that you have tuned in to a great one for the first time, because this one is really going to impact and empower you to move into action if you've not already. And the fact that it's been a new year, it's 2023. It's that time where everyone is thinking about their goals, about how they want to further goals that they've already achieved. I think that you're really going to appreciate this episode. And if you've already been listening for a while, I think this is really going to just add to all of the nuggets and the things that you have received from this podcast in the past. But I will tell you, if you are someone, once again, who is struggling with really understanding the purpose for why you're in this industry or transitioning into this industry, you want to listen to this episode. A few episodes back, I did a episode here on the podcast, um, and I believe it was episode 39, where I said, women who code, or basically, yeah, women who code are 100% dope, but it's the same for technology. If you want to get into any area of technology and you are a woman, it's truly 100% dope. You truly have a reason for being in this industry. And as I always say, the fact that you even have a tug to check this industry out is reason enough for you to be here. And so after this episode, I believe that you will truly set down all of your doubts, all of your fears, your wonderings and beliefs around what would happen if you hear no, or if you've had a trying time just in your career, especially if you are a career changer who's really wanting to get into this industry because maybe you want something better for yourself. And honestly, this episode, I believe, is going to propel you to move forward if you at all are still pushing back. I believe that the year of 2023 is going to be the year that you decide it's grow time. And I cannot think of any better episode to open up the year with than this interview with the lovely Vanessa Gabriel. And I want to take a moment to share with you guys just a little bit about who Vanessa is so that you can hear not only 
the fact that she is an incredible woman in the tech industry. But as you listen to this episode, I want you to be able to hear the passion and hear the mission and the vision that comes from everything that she says. But once again, a little bit about her. Vanessa Gabriel is the CEO and co-founder of Drop Delivery, the cannabis industry's only all-in-one delivery technology solution for delivery companies and retailers. She's a 30-year-old self-described serial entrepreneur, and Vanessa previously co-founded Greenlight Technologies, which is a leading order-ahead and digital loyalty software in the cannabis industry, which was acquired in 2018. She's been recognized by Forbes Next 1000, Marijuana Venture 40 Under 40, and is a part of the Rolling Stone Culture Council. Ladies, and probably some gentlemen, I know this is Tech Girls Cast, but everyone, I would love for you to be introduced to Miss Vanessa Gabriel. Well, welcome back to the podcast. It is such an honor to have Miss Vanessa Gabriel here. Um, She is definitely someone who has inspired me on her journey. And I think what you guys are going to hear from her today is really going to impact and empower you to keep going. We are now in January of 2023. Can you believe it? I feel like 2022 just flew on by. But I also feel that this is the time of the year that people really start to think about what do I kind of want to do differently in my life? And I really do think that my guest today has some empowering and impactful words to say in regards to that. So welcome, Vanessa. How are you doing today? Yeah, thanks, Jacqueline, for having me. So excited to be here. And yeah, just grateful to share my story on your platform. Well, awesome. I love, love finding out um, the journeys that my guests have been on. So could you please share with us who you are, what you do, and how you got here to where you are in tech today? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my journey into entrepreneurship, I like grew up around business. Both my parents were entrepreneurs, so it was kind of always around. I saw my dad start um, multiple businesses and I have like memories of sitting around the dining table, helping him write payroll checks, um, when I was in high school. And so I just always knew I wanted to do something in business, own my own business, had no idea what that was going to look like, um, eventually. And so when I decided to go to college, I just was going to study business. And yeah, while I was there, um, I love fashion. I still am to this day, but yeah, I was on a college student budget. Um, I was working like two jobs and I was like, I don't have that much money, but I love shopping and I love clothes and shoes. And so at the time, this was in like 2010, 2011, I had come across uh, flash sale sites or like daily deal sites. So like Beyond the Rack, Guilt Group, Hot Look. Um, and yeah, so like there are sales for 48 to 72 hours on XYZ brand or whatever. And I was like, this is great. It's discounted, but not necessarily my style, but I loved the business model. So I was like, maybe I can do this for college students specifically. I didn't see anything like that out there. And so that was honestly the first um, idea for my first business. And 
Funny enough, I recruited my younger sister, who's my CPO at Drop Today, um, Jade, and she was like an intern at the time for me. She was still in high school. And then my CTO today, Mark Lopez, he was a high school classmate of mine, and he was into photography back then, and I needed a photographer to shoot all the clothing. And so, yeah, um, I had like the full support of my parents, which was really cool, and we like got a warehouse. And so I started building out a team, buying clothes. We started going to fashion trade shows um, and buying inventory. And honestly, like some of the best memories that I have. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of like our first jump into business. And it was honestly so, so fun. I mean, having a warehouse that was like completely empty and we completely transformed it into our own office. So we had like a photo studio. We had multiple offices. We kept our inventory. We had like a loft. Um, it was just like so cool at like 19 or 20. Um, but then we quickly realized that like having a fashion business and owning inventory and if you don't sell it, <laughs> you're just sitting there with all this money. And so um, it just wasn't sustainable. Unfortunately, it you know wasn't as big of a success that we thought it was going to be. And so we ultimately had to close that business down um, like a year, two years later. And yeah, that was definitely my like first heartbreak in entrepreneurship because I was like, what am I going to do now? Um, and so, but we had been dabbling at the time with like working with fashion influencers and shoppable media. And so we had some shoppable media technology that we had created. And this was like, like I said, a decade ago. So like Instagram only did shoppable media like a few years ago. And so this was us trying to do it like, yeah, 10 years ago. And so me and my sister, Jade decided to kind of go on the path of exploring what this shoppable media company was going to be. And so we moved to New York City and we were going to launch the company or so I thought. And like literally life just got in the way. I was like 22 and she was 17 and she was still um, in high school. And I was just like trying to figure out the concrete jungle. I didn't have a job. I had to pay rent. Um, and so I was like, oh my God, like, I just need, need to figure out a job. So I became a personal assistant to a handbag designer and I was miserable. I like went from being like the boss of my own company and having my own team to literally getting this lady coffee and her, her lunch every day and sending out her emails. And I was just like, so, so, so unhappy. And, um, I think, I remember she gave me um, this little pep talk about how she wanted to like um, prepare me to like step into a higher role of the company. And I was just like, no, this is like not in for me. And so I quit that job and was like, I just have to do it. And then I got another job as a receptionist at a PR firm. And then I was like, okay, this is super chill. I honestly just like sit at the reception desk, great people tell people when they have meetings, super easy, but I was so bored out of my mind. And I was like, I want to do something with my time, but I just like, didn't know what. Um, and so I was like, this isn't forever either because it is so boring. And then, so I was on the hunt again for another job. Um, and all the while Mark and Jade, um, were doing their own projects. Um, they were like working on some mobile app stuff in the vape space and yeah, I was just doing my own thing in New York City. And then I finally landed a gig as a e-commerce marketing manager for a Dutch beauty brand. And I was like, 
all right, this is like pretty solid. Um, I get to go to Europe. Their headquarters are based out of Amsterdam. So I get to go there a few times a year. Um, I love the products. But then I was like, wait, I'm working in a basement. And I was also living in a basement at the same time. So I literally was like in a basement, like 24 seven. And it was just like so bad for my mental health. And I was just like, so unhappy again. And so I just like always knew that there was this feeling inside of me that like, none of these positions and none of these jobs were like it for me. And I just had that itch inside, like, I want to go back to entrepreneurship. I have no idea what it's going to be or what it's going to look like. But like, I just know it's coming for me at some point. And yeah, Mark had just moved to LA. And he was at a local dispensary and was like waiting in these really long lines. And he was like, why can't I just order what I want from the dispensary through an app and pick it up? Um, you could do that for food. You could do that for so many other um, things. And so he called me up, told me the idea. He had already had Jade on board. And I was like, I'm just going to take a chance on myself and these people and this idea. And so I quit my job in New York and I moved to California um, to start what later became Greenlight, which was our first um, venture into the cannabis space. So that was an order ahead app where you could um, shop for products at a local dispensary. And so, yeah, that was kind of like my few year journey going from entrepreneurship to corporate to random jobs and then back to entrepreneurship. And then yeah. Wow, that is so amazing. I just loved hearing the variety in that journey, but I also have seen a very consistent theme in everything that you said, and that was literally, I did not give up, right? Yeah. And really the next question I just have for you, because I know you said that app was that first uh, business into the cannabis space. Um, mm -hmm. How did that lead to the current company that you have now? Yeah, yeah. So um, we launched Greenlight in 2017 when um, recreational use was legalized here in California. And so um, we just got really lucky and it just kind of quickly took off and went viral. And we ran that company for a little bit and then we were approached to be acquired. And at the time we were like, this is an amazing opportunity. We just love building stuff. So like if we move on um, and get acquired, we can just move on to the next thing to build. And that's what really um, bonds us as a team and as co-founders is that we just love like taking things from inception to reality. And so, yeah, we just were like, this is an amazing opportunity. So we got acquired and we didn't stay long after the transition. And um, when we kind of went back to the drawing board, we were like, there's so much opportunity in, in cannabis. And we saw, you know, the next big thing as being delivery. So we had just focused on the order ahead and pickup side of things for dispensaries. But on the other end of the spectrum for customers is the delivery aspect. And so, yeah, we just saw that, you know, there wasn't really um, a convenient and uh, reliable experience when it came to delivery, not only for customers, but on um, you know, the side of business owners, they were using a fragmented software stack. So like using multiple platforms to run their day to day. And, you know, obviously that causes a lot of silos and inefficiencies. And, you know, what we saw was that 
they're paying for multiple subscriptions to all these different platforms, probably at the most like basic package. And it's, it adds up at the end of the month. And then two, your data is not connected. So you're not using the purchase data to, you know, um, do marketing wisely to your customers because with cannabis, there's so many regulations you can't advertise normally. So um, a lot of businesses turn to things like SMS texting and email because those things aren't prohibited when it comes to advertising. And so, but then they're just like mass texting their whole customer list and it's not even targeted um, you know, based on that customer's, you know, geographical data, demographic data, purchase history. Um, so we were like, let's just build it all in one. Um, so we, and that led to the idea of drop delivery, which is an all-in-one delivery management solution that provides um, POS and inventory tracking, compliance reporting, um, e-commerce capabilities, SMS marketing, digital loyalty and rewards built in, and last mile logistics. So we wanted to build everything in-house and we did. And yeah, we launched in January of 2020. Um, and so, yeah, that's how we came to be from green light to drop. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And like I said, I just love the variety in that. But the biggest thing that I really want to ask is this. What was the thing that really kept your head strong with all of the things that you went through, even just from all of the job hopping to the business failures and mm -hmm. even just evolving businesses from green light into drop, you know? What was the thing that really helped you to stay sane through all of those changes? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I think, um, honestly, is one, like, not only my faith in myself and my team, but um, my faith in this journey that God has for me and always knowing that, like, it's going to work out how it's supposed to work out. And the way that it's supposed to work out for me, who knows, it might not be what I expected, but in the end, it always works out. And so I think, too, that always um, after hearing a lot of no's as well along the journey, whether it was no when it came to like fundraising or investing or no on a certain job I thought I wanted or whatever it may be but it like all led to the right yeses that needed to happen um, and that were destined to happen. And yeah, and I think too, like, even though like, yeah, these this journey ebbs and flows and there's some really high highs and some really low lows. And, you know, there have been times where like, oh my gosh, guys, I don't even know if we're gonna make it, if the company's gonna make it. And personally, I'm gonna make it because this is just like, too much mentally and emotionally to handle but I, I yeah I always get reminded um and I think God's funny like that is just like have I not taken care of you so far have you not like it's always worked out it's always always worked out um and so yeah I think and sometimes I forget because I think I do it all myself but you know I do believe in God and just yeah having this journey and um, just, yeah, believing in, hey, we've gotten this far and we haven't given up. So why should we give up now? Um, you know, look what we've achieved together as a team. 
Um, look how far we've come, you know, and not every single business or project has been super successful. Drop has actually been the most successful that we've had, um, or like the farthest that we've gotten, even though Greenlight was acquired, but it was acquired fairly early. So like the business challenges that we're feeling now, we had never experienced with Greenlight. So, you know, um, it's, it's crazy. And funny, we had like a team talk today just because our fiscal year is ending end of Jan um we have it offset compared to like a lot of other companies just because it's too crazy at the end of December to do that but yeah just like thinking about all the things like what are our plans for 2023 okay 2022 was honestly a really hard year and um you know across the board not just us but like for a lot of industries a lot of businesses and um yeah it's like we all had this kind of moment of like, let's just commit to seeing this through and like recommit ourselves to the business, recommit ourselves to like the vision and kind of get back to, you know, what were we like when we first started in January, 2020. So, you know, it's not all like rainbows and butterflies all the time. Like I said, we literally had a talk today as a team and as executives of like, okay, like, we have to figure out some things and it's going to take all of us and it's going to take a new level of dedication, but like we've got through it before and our journey has shown that, you know? So like, let's not give up now. Um, we've come too far to give up now. Um, and I just don't think our journey ends the way we like worst case scenario, we think it's going to end. Um, and so, yeah. Man, I could just listen to that story <laughs> probably forever, right? Thank but you. Man, I have so many questions too that yeah, yeah. are running through my mind. But I do want to say the biggest question I even have now is you said that you guys launched in January 2020, right? Mm -hmm. So no one knew in January 2020 what was going to happen in 2020. So we all know what happened in 2020. How was it like? building a business through that and even just via the technology space because now you guys have an app you have relaunched or basically rebranded and so what was that like during that time what challenges did you face and how did honestly the faith get you through yeah yeah so when we first launched the business I mean yeah nobody knew what was going to happen and like Nobody knew that delivery was going to be like the thing that helped like glue the world together and like bonded everybody and kept everybody sane and healthy um, at that time, you know. So for us to be a technology company providing delivery um, software was so crazy because all of a sudden it was like and then cannabis was deemed essential, which was like huge. And so if dispensaries didn't offer delivery before, they were like, oh my God, I need to offer it right now because it's the only way I can get products out to customers or to patients. And so, um, yeah, we we grew fairly quickly in the beginning. And, um, but even though, even those early days, we were like, um, there's still so much to figure out as a young business. We did a beta in late 2019 and we were able to convert all these free clients into paying clients. And it was a great test and it was a great, you know, um, beta to run just to see, do we have something viable on our hands? Will people even pay for this? And so that kind of gave us the confidence because we were able to convert everybody. It was a hundred percent conversion rate. So we we're like, okay, this is worth something. 
Um, and then, yeah, I think just growing through that time, too, we were seeing a lot of different sizes of companies and so um, use our software. So someone, you know, mom and pop business versus someone who's kind of enterprise level. So we had to learn how to prioritize quickly and efficient, efficiently, like what was, what feedback did we want to focus on? Because we really pride ourselves on having close relationships with our customers and our clients and being able to move quickly and, you know, push code quickly on new changes and features. And so, but then we can't do everything and yeah, and we can't do everything super fast. So that was like, yeah, one thing, but um, no, yeah. And it was, we raised money during that time, which was like a huge surprise because like we had no idea, you know, some businesses were closing down left and right based on their industry because they couldn't, you know, afford to keep it going. And then, so for us to raise money, we raised a million dollars via crowdfunding in like eight weeks. And it was, I think too, people were really excited because delivery is the future, you know, and we already use delivery in so many aspects of our lives. And so I think they were excited about the vision and the mission of us being able to provide convenient, safe and reliable delivery um, for cannabis. Um, and just to even like get it on par just like that's what we expect and when people ask me like what's delivery like now you know it's definitely different compared to that time because delivery was like the only option um so it's definitely like slowed down a bit but at least people know that they can get their cannabis delivered they know that it's a viable option it's a safe option it's convenient and um because of that time which is cool so now people are open to you know both options of purchasing and i also think too like we're just scratching the surface of what delivery is going to be i mean especially even too just like in new york i mean as a former New Yorker, uh, I knew I got everything delivered. And I that's what kind of set me and my sister on this path into um, like mobile apps and technology was that because of living in New York. And we came from a really small town in Northern California where like we didn't use apps for anything barely. And then you go to New York and everything's through an app. Um, so it's going to be really interesting, especially too with like those new um, delivery regulations where they said, oh, yeah, like cannabis delivery can be made via e-bike and scooter by, you know, delivery couriers, because that is the way to do delivery in New York. And so that's going to be like really interesting too. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how like everything shakes out. But I mean, it definitely was a crazy time to launch a company. And I think for us to be delivery, it was just, it was pretty wild because everybody needed delivery um, at the time. So yeah. That is an incredible story, and I definitely see an amazing future for you guys, and even just the delivery industry. I mean, as you mentioned, things have really popped off in that area. I mean, I just remember so many apps that I used during that time, and it's just incredible to see how technology is evolving, and I really do think being at 2023 now, this is prime time for things like that. I mean, mm -hmm. I have experience, you know, teaching in college and I was telling my students at one point, you guys may not realize how important these skills are that you're learning because you're going to be involved in things, 
you know, such as yourself, that's really going to have a purpose and this a meaning to it. And you're going to be able to help so many people. And so I want to kind of shift the conversation to that now of, you know, how have you guys really been able to help people as a result of doing this? And do you even have like a particular story maybe that has been really impactful from like a customer or just somebody who really was just positively impacted by you guys app so far yeah yeah definitely I think you know just yeah going back to 2020 when like it was deemed essential basically so like yeah essential was like grocery stores it was pharmacy so for cannabis to be that and in some states you know it's for medical patients so to be able and I don't have necessarily like a specific story because we don't interact with our clients customers so like their patients and things we only obviously connect with our clients but um just to know that we helped facilitate safe um deliveries of you know products for patients when it comes to yeah medical cannabis I think that has been um, amazing to look at. I mean, the platform we've helped delivered over 500,000 deliveries, um, since our inception as a business. And so I, yeah, just to like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like because of our software, we, you know, 500 people, 500,000 people got their order. Um, so I think just being able to look at it like that, or even to, you know, um, I mean, we kind of hear it all the time, but for us to have such a, a platform that kind of encompasses all these different things and have it be all in one has, you know, helped some of these businesses where they were like taking just phone orders and like sticky notes and things. Um, and now everything's like digitized for them. Um, and a lot of it's automated, you know, so that's the one thing is like, we really pride ourselves on building a platform and a product that, um, helps our clients deliver more and manage less essentially that's kind of our little motto um because you know we don't yeah we want to help people be as efficient as possible and to scale and to grow and make more as much money as they possibly can um so wow 500,000 is that right five mm -hmm, yeah over 500,000 deliveries yeah did you so, guys hear um, that and you guys started in January 2020. Yeah. So you guys are just barely three years into this, but 500,000 deliveries. And I, I'm stressing that not for the clout, but I'm stressing it for the purpose. You guys hear the purpose in that? Like, I'm almost getting chills because even though you may not know the story behind over 500,000 people getting these products delivered i personally know even family members who have been who have just really just really been a benefit of medical cannabis in general mm -hmm. even though you know they probably didn't get it through this app just knowing the impact of medical cannabis itself is just incredible so knowing that you guys have done this for so many people, I'm just like almost in tears hearing it because even with the next part of the this topic that we're going to talk about of, you know, not giving up and, and really just not giving up when you hear no, because 
even though maybe you didn't physically hear no's from those situations of changing jobs and, and all of that stuff, it could have felt like a no, right? Mm -hmm. you could, it honestly could have felt like a literal person telling you, no, this is not the opportunity. But it ended up becoming this opportunity for you to create what it is now. And now you're helping 500,000 people because of all those experiences that you ended up walking away from, but it helped you get the lessons that you needed to maybe even build what it is that you're building now. And guys, I'm, I'm like seriously getting real tears right now because knowing the strength and hearing just the impact of that purpose is incredible. And so if you've been following me for any point or long enough, you know I talk about that in particular because it's so important to really remember that you're just not, you're not just coding or you're not just having some particular thing in tech or some particular role in tech just for the fun of it. Like there's purpose behind this, guys. I mean, did y'all hear 500,000 people are impacted now because of what Vanessa and her team has decided to do. So I just want you guys to keep in mind if you're on the fence about even just changing your career because you're thinking that this isn't for you or you're thinking that, oh, I can't learn the code or I can't learn this area of tech or I can't be a CTO or I can't be a product manager. I can't do any of that. Why can't you? Who's stopping you? right? No one but you. And so, but we do want you to know that we know what that journey is like, because both of us have been in situations where we just felt like it wasn't possible. And so let's now go there, Vanessa, of, you know, what would you say to somebody who is just, you know, they've maybe they've been in the middle of so many different career changes like yourself, mm -hmm. and they're just not happy. They might even have a degree in something they don't want to do anymore. What would you say to that person that is considering tech and they know this is something they want to do, but they're just scared of it failing again because of all of the things that they have already gone through and all the changes that they've made? What would you tell them? Yeah, I would say, you know, it's not necessarily failure. I mean, I looked at my first business as a complete failure. I had friends and family invest. I was like so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, I'm like never starting a business again. But it was like a huge learning lesson. And once I shifted my perspective of like failure versus like a learning moment or a learning lesson or, you know, a teaching moment in our lives, I think that helps helps that, you know, helps you move forward in a way with like bravery and courage because, hey, if I go into this and it might not work out, I'm going to learn something, um, at least one thing. And then you could take that on your journey. That could, like you said, be impactful because I've definitely taken little bits and things from all the different, um, you know, jobs and positions I've held and things. But, and then, like I said, well, also, I think, um, helps in the perspective of like, okay, well, maybe it kind of didn't work out in some other area, but it's leading you to the area, like the path that you're supposed to be on to the yes, that matters, you know, so you might hear a no and you might hear a no, but then you'll get to the yes. And that's the one that you want. And that's the one that was meant for you. Um, and so, yeah. And two, like, 
you're not alone. And there are like communities out there and people that are out there that are like feeling the exact same thing. And as humans, like we're allowed to grow and change. Like I could be in a business in a few years that has nothing to do with cannabis. You know, I started out in fashion. Mark was in vape. Um, we built a um, peer-to-peer marketplace app. We built, what else? A social streaming app. Like we built so many different random things, but at the, at the core of it was just our love of technology and our love for building. And if that's the kind of like what you have, in your heart out there, then it's okay. You can, you'll find your way into whatever industry um, you want. If that's like kind of, if you just want to be in tech, you'll figure it out and you'll, you'll find it just as like, as we found it and it took a few tries. Um, And so, and I think don't limit yourself. It's okay. You know, like I'm not going to limit myself to cannabis. I don't, I don't want to. And I hope nobody would put that pressure on me um, because yeah, my interests can change. Um, my hobbies can change, my path can change, you know, down the line. And so, um, yeah. And like, get connected, you know, get, get, try and get connected in communities with other people that, um, are maybe like having the same thoughts as you or on similar journeys so that you can be reminded that you're not alone in it and you don't have to feel so isolated because I assure you it's, it's honestly a very normal thing. So good, Vanessa, such amazing advice. And the other thing that I would just add to that is remember, if you have any kind of inkling to get over into this industry, that is reason enough. Mm -hmm. Um, It is so reason enough. It's, I would encourage you to really get behind it. Because as I mentioned before, this is prime time for tech. And if anybody has any interest in it, explore that reason, explore because you never know. It could be you that is the next, the next person to impact over 500,000 people. And I cannot wait to celebrate when you guys get to a million. So please, Thank you. Know. Yes. <laughs> please let me know. Um, I think it'll happen faster than three years, but hey, who knows? Yes. yes. But I'm just going off of, you know, they say that your first, however many people that you help, you usually, if you can help the same amount of people faster. So Mm -hmm. I'm going off of that. Um, But I honestly believe in in what you and your team um, at Drop is doing. And please know that you now have another super fan. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, And, you know, continue to keep going and remember the purpose in which you guys um, have created your company, because that's really going to continue to help you grow. And if you have, like I said, if you've been following me at any point, I'm really about mission and vision. And I hope you guys heard today the heart and the mission and the vision behind what Vanessa is doing, because I definitely did. And I know that it is going to continue to impact so many people. So Vanessa, thank you so much for being on Tech Girls Cast. Such a blessing to have you here. Any final words of encouragement or advice that you would give to anyone who is trying to transition into tech or even entrepreneurs? Because I know that there are some people who listen to this who are entrepreneurs or they're thinking about transitioning out of the workforce into entrepreneurship specifically in tech so really Mm -hmm. anybody that's trying to get in tech in general 
Um, what advice would you have for them? Any final words? Yeah, I would say, you know, it's not, and this is so cliche, and I think a lot of people say this, but and this podcast has just reminded me of it, or even just speaking about my journey, is that it is about the journey. And sometimes we get so like stuck on either the end destination or even just living it day to day. But like journey is like the most fulfilling part half the time. And so like celebrate your wins and like, you know, don't forget. And even if it's a small win or a big win, it's okay. It's still a win. And those will keep you going on, you know, those tough days when you're like, I don't know, you know, um, but yeah, and please feel free to reach out to me. Like I can be contacted at vanessadropdelivery.com or even, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, I'm always a resource, um, however I can be. And um, you got it. It'll all work out. Um, just seen a TikTok trend the other day where like, they're like, I'm so lucky everything works out for me. And like, let's just preach it. Let's just live that every day. And and it already is working out for you. You don't necessarily need to say it, but if you need a reminder, um, but that it already is. Yes, every no, everything that doesn't work out, every yes even is all working out for your good. And I love that you talked about faith on here because it just reminds me of the scripture talking about how everything works out for the good of those who love him. And I just feel like it's so true in general. So thank you once again, Vanessa, for your yeah, wisdom, you. your advice, and just sharing your journey because I was definitely impacted and I know that those who are listening will be as well. So um, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We will see you all in another week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlscode.com or leave me a podcast review. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week, sis, I'll talk to you then.